0: Welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And joining me today is Andrea Freeman, a mindful business coach, peak performance planner, and host of the Up Leveled Entrepreneur podcast. She's worked with celebrities and high income earning clients. And we're going to get a sneak peek of what Andrea has to bring. Today, we're discussing breaking through limited beliefs, refining our business model, and scaling quickly to create greater financial freedom Welcome to the show, Andrea.
1: It's so good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: So you know what? You say that you can't outperform mindset, which is so true. And I love that you say that because so many of us think that we can outperform our mindset. We can do so much better than what we believe that we can do. So Mm -hmm. when you say that, how do we actually break through our own limiting beliefs?
1: Oh, wow. We're just going right for the meat here. We're getting right in there. (laughs) So here's the thing. In our business, in really any area of our lives, we only can achieve to the degree that which we believe we can have what we define ourselves as success mm. so if i set a goal in my business to achieve a certain number of clients by the end of the year or a certain revenue marker let's say or i'm ready to start being more visible and i want to book a certain number of media appearances right these are all pretty typical goals in our businesses if we are not yet aligned with the thing that we want to achieve then we're gonna in some way miss the mark we're either gonna self-sabotage we're gonna let circumstances get in our way right there are so many things that happen in life Mm -hmm. and business it's all coming at us right everyone's the same we've got all the stuff coming at us so it's critical absolutely critical that we tend to our mindset and specifically not there's so much talk about all the doing the doing in business but there's very little talk about who we're being in our business and this is the area from which we form our beliefs about what's possible for us in any area of our life So. I say the most critical thing to tend to is who you're being to let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. So how am I operating in this area of my life or my business? What's getting in the way? What would make a difference? Like what could I insert in my game that would allow me to take things to the next level and be able to hit that goal with more ease, with more flow? Because I am here for businesses that feel Really good, right? Mm-hmm. Not just that look good on Instagram or everybody thinks we're successful or. Oh, wow. Well, you know- say it
0: again, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right all of that it's become a kind of a benchmark and yes obviously you want to project professionalism and success in your message and, and all of that but you also want the experience of when you lay down at night that you feel good about the work that you're doing that you feel like you are setting goals that are in alignment with the life that you want to live as a human being and not just setting the goals because everybody else is going after those goals not right. everybody wants a multi six or a multi seven figure business. Not everybody wants a huge team. So where are we setting our goals from? And where do we have to look to be able to even establish what those markers or those key performance indicators are going to be? It's going to be in the area of who we're being in our businesses.
0: Yes, I could not agree with you more. And I think that Sometimes we get discouraged because we go through things. Before we got started, we started discussing certain things that we go through. And you mentioned this yourself in episode 13, season finale of your podcast. And you share a very personal story of overcoming the most uncomfortable and the most unexpected experience in business and as a mother. Can you share a little bit of that with us?
1: yeah so my show is like a mix of interviews and also solo episodes and that one was a solo episode and I specifically wanted to create a show that gave people an opportunity to see behind the curtain Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much out there right now where we're just seeing the surface level of what's going on and everybody's just on Instagram or Facebook I'm really picking on Instagram today I swear (laughs) it's my happy place actually (laughs) where everybody's just sharing the wins but not actually what's going on in real life and Mm -hmm. so So that happened, that episode, I was getting ready to record at a time where a longtime employee of mine had actually uh, left my business. And also, it happened simultaneously. I kid you not, in the same week where on a personal level, I suffered a miscarriage. And so I was dealing with how do I keep it going? How do Mm -hmm. I show up in a strong space for my clients, for my family? How do I piece the business back together and find that other key player who's gonna be my right hand person? And how do I do it all with grace and while I'm taking time to do the work that's that really needs to be done, right? To heal Mm -hmm. and and to move forward. And not to outline it all, if anybody wants, they can listen to the full episode where I break down the five-step process to what it looks like to be able to be powerful in the face of any circumstances. I mean, in the last couple of years, especially, it has never been more busy in our minds to be business owners, to be visionaries, to be CEOs of companies where we're also having every other part of life mushed up and mixed into the whole thing, right? Right. Because there's little space or separation anymore. There's so much more happening at such a rapid pace that I feel like being nimble and being able to be responsive To whatever life is throwing at you is more critical than ever but it's not a totally new skill set i feel like as entrepreneurs we've always had to be able to pivot and adjust and respond and figure out what's going on in the market right now and how can i serve that need in the market in a way that's authentic for me and i feel like when you go through this process of actually first getting clear that like things are going to go wrong Right. Right? That's the first step is that it's not all going to be perfect. And inside of our businesses, so many of us want it to be all perfect and all pretty all the time. And that's just not real life. Mm -hmm. So when we get clear about that stuff will go wrong and that this is actually an opportunity for me in my business to be able to refine who I am, how I respond to adversity, how I handle it in my business, in my personal life, and who I want to show up as in uh, response to all of these going on and how I want to be able to serve my clients and the people in my life who matter most. I feel like when we in advance prepared for that these things will happen, that we actually get to envision our highest version of ourself responding to adversity. And so when you do that kind of thinking in advance, it's like you've already had a dress rehearsal in a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that you've said that is so powerful, I think, to everyone is quitting is for winners, especially or namely when we're honoring the response of our intuition. And we know when it's time to re-refine ourselves or to redefine ourselves in our business model and in our lives. and. I love also how you said before that we're creating a beautiful business, not a perfect one. And mm. so I, I I really think that it's so important for the audience to understand that. It's showing up and it's the consistency and it's the belief because if you show up in one day, yeah, you're going to have bad days. So Andrea, talk to us about those situations where we already know there's a possibility of having that bad day. What is it that you tell yourself or can you briefly touch on that five-step process? How do we keep moving forward with consistency without continuing to fall back?
1: Such a good question. I really, when I work with my clients, and a lot of my clients are already established in business. Mm-hmm. They have gotten themselves a little bit of success. And that success, whether they've already hit six figures or they're you know close to it, they have had to work like hard mm-hmm. and they have new goals and they have new dreams for for their lives and for their businesses but they're tired of working so hard right, right. so right. inside of like that space when you know you're capable and you know that you can take anything that life throws at you but it's required a lot of muscle and like you want more ease and you want more flow this is when I say that people are ready to stop being a guest in their life or their business and they're really ready to step into being a host so what that looks like I was a celebrity event planner for 15 years so I know a lot about parties and I know a lot of the differences between (laughs) guests and hosts but we've all been to parties so think about it when you are a guest at a party you don't have a say right like you Mm -hmm. don't have a say in who's invited or what the food is or what the music is you just really take what's offered Mm -hmm. and That's one way to be in life and to be in business. But when you show up as a host, you actually have the opportunity to create something that's authentically yours. And this is where you get to go to work and where you get to say, what is truly a reflection of you? And so to do that, there are a few areas that you wanna make sure that you're keyed in on. And so the H, because it's H-O-S-T, hosting mm-hmm. a party, right? Hosting your life, hosting your business. The H is that you honor your why. Mm-hmm. And these days, there's so much talk about having a why. Start with your why. Got to have a why. Everybody's <laughs> in search of their why. And yes. it's so great when you define it and you finally know what it is. But are you honoring it? Are you infusing it to every area of your business? business into your life? Is it something that gives you a bigger context and a bigger container for living from that points you in the direction of it becomes your North Star and that you're always checking in with it? Or is it something that like you just did it as a rote exercise? So that's one thing to get like kind of an expanded view of what your why is. I go really high level with this with my clients. We actually get something that pivot from one business to another from one expression to another we get your big what I call your bold life purpose as far as what your why is Mm -hmm. so that you're not trying to fit your business into something that that is going to be easily outgrown because this happens in our entrepreneurial journeys right we develop we grow you have to grow and develop as a business owner And we very often outgrow our businesses. But this is the thing, like when you have a why that is so big, that's what you're here to do on the planet, you can take it into various forms and iterations in different businesses or you don't get so stuck in or beat yourself up about if it's going to start to look different. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I know going off on a tangent, but you want to honor your why, first piece of the whole thing right yes and then you want to own who you truly are and that means that you get really trued up to how freaking awesome you are like no more space for second guessing yourself for looking for crowdsourcing what should i offer what am i good at like this is where a lot of business owners start and that, that is one way to be in business and a certain amount of market research is important but at a certain point in time your answers really do have to come from inside you have to put aside the self-doubt and the criticism and the negativity and the second guessing and you have to be able to stand in your own authority in your own real deep rooted power Mm. so that's owning who you are and that is a process so that's where the s comes in That's about shifting your perspective. That is when you recognize that you're bumping into self-imposed limiting belief or some kind of container that you've put yourself into that I don't feel like I can go beyond this threshold as far as like earning or number of clients or charging what I'm worth or there's so many areas to expand into to grow into being able to really feel that I can confidently step into any conversation with any prospect or any lead and know with 100% certainty that I deserve to earn this kind of money for this kind of work, right? Mm. When you do the work to own who you are and shift your perspective about who you are, you step into a higher version of yourself. And from there, you ultimately do the last thing, which is that you take inspired action. So you, maybe you raise the prices. Maybe you set a new goal for how many sales conversations you're having. Maybe you are somebody who grows into the idea that you could be a boss and you could have a team and you don't have to do it all yourself. That doesn't happen overnight. This thing (laughs) is a very cyclical process. We are growing into new versions of ourselves. And then we start to hit that the threshold right we start to hit those kind of like upper limits and then we set new goals we shift our perspective even more we then take inspired action but the most important thing is that we're no longer setting our goals in our businesses from a place of lack from a place of scarcity right I don't have this many clients I want to have that many or I haven't hit this revenue and everybody else talks about hitting this revenue that's what I got to do instead we are dwelling in a space of enoughness, of sufficiency, of abundance even, and setting our goals from that place. So you end up in this very kind of effervescent space where you are so filled up with how much you have to give, why you do, what you do, the way you do it, are poised to be able to and we work a lot on the messaging talk about it with ease and flow and grace so that all of the things that have to happen in business and there's work involved right Mm -hmm. yes there's still sales conversations that have to get put on the calendar there's still marketing that has to be planned and content that needs to be curated and all of those things still are happening but it's happening from a very grounded narrative and very grounded brand experience and ultimately a business ownership experience that feels really good.
0: Wow. Wow. I love the concept of showing up as a host I love that you, that is beautiful. That was so creative. I love how you came up with that because I think that really puts us into a real sense of control because when you are a guest, you don't have control. You just show up and you're just moving along and doing whatever the host tells you to do. And as far as mindset, we quite often talk about the horse and rider. And I think that this is more of a modern way to discuss uh, the horse and rider or maybe more of a chic way. Of discussing the whole concept of having the control and you being the the actual host versus just a guest in your life where you have can have that wonderful, amazing ability to shift things. So I think that is amazing. And I would love to know what our audience is thinking. Are you struggling to create a beautiful business or a or a perfect business? So if you're listening in real time, go to the IG. Stories on Total Fit Boss Chick. And we're going to have this poll question posted. Are you struggling to create a beautiful business or a perfect business? If you aren't listening in real time, don't worry. Check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions and you can still weigh in to see the results. So, Andrea, You've given us so much with the whole host breakdown. And I think that is great because that was actually much more than I expected as far as the breakdown and just a four letter word. But can you share with us some quick and easy ways to refine our business outside of actually host? Like maybe just quick things that we can just do and make happen for our business.
1: Yeah. So each of these letters has multiple steps and breakdowns, right? Uh So I feel like really the S, the shifting your perspective is the one that breaks down into the most steps and it can be the most supportive when you're just getting started with this approach. And it shows up in different ways. I basically get all of my clients to get really clear about winning the day. There's like the whole miracle more. Morning or yes. 5 a.m. club. There's so much talk about morning routines and I'm more of a win the day club. That's me, so, yes. <laughs> right, I've got a kid, like if I wake up at 5 a.m., she's up at 5 a.m. So I'm not doing that to either one of us. There are certain things that I want to make sure that I tend to throughout my day that really make a difference for me. They do make a difference for pretty much everyone that I get to try them out. Sometimes people are apprehensive, but I say give it a month of trying to implement because they say 21 days to establish a new routine or a new habit. So pick one of these things and insert it and see if it makes a difference for you. And so I like to encourage people to make sure that you have a practice where you are experiencing some sort of silence or or reflection. So whether that's prayer or that's meditation, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's maybe even going for a walk in nature, people are able to achieve quiet, people are able to achieve stillness in their own unique ways. So whatever works for you, so that you can be tapping into your own intuition very often we're running on the hamster wheel in life and business and quite honestly none of us do our most elegant thinking when we're on the hamster wheel. so we (laughs) have to have that pattern interrupt that allows us to get quiet and get still so that we can sift through the noise. Mm-hmm. So what's one thing that you could start doing newly or you maybe had a practice and it went out the window you want to reintroduce that's going to allow you to get quiet today? So that's the first piece. And then the, the next thing that I would say is to have a practice of, I like to have a journal practice and i all for efficiency and effectiveness. So I don't have an hour to sit down and mull over all my thoughts and I don't like not into doing it that way. So I have a five minute journal that I give to all of my clients and actually anybody who's listening who wants it can just you can find it on through my Instagram handle like link in bio. There's I give it away. But what you want to do is you want to tap into that feeling of abundance. Before when I was talking about aligning with the goal right. You don't actually achieve the goal until your energy is in alignment so if you are looking to have something that you don't currently have in your physical experience then what you need to do is you need to raise your level of vibration to be in alignment with that thing that you're seeking to create and this journal exercise does it because you tap into gratitude you tap into abundance you tap into cultivating joy now not i'm going to be happy when i produce x result but actually generating happiness and joy moment by moment it is a super powerful exercise so those would be just a couple of things that i would say to get started and that's going to help you shift your perspective and get into that quiet space so that you can navigate where you're going
0: oh i think that's amazing that is so amazing so we're ready to go and we're ready to scale our business how do we do that quickly?
1: It's definitely about aligning with that, right? You want to get really clear about why it is that you want to scale. What does it mean to scale? For some people, we're scaling the revenue mark. For some people, scaling means actually getting started, right? So there's different versions of what it means to scale. So first you have to get really clear what it is that you want to bring into existence. Mm. And I feel like getting clarity is... The thing that so many people know that they need to do, but the why behind it is a little bit more fuzzy, right? Because so many of us are taking our goals and our cues from other businesses, other people in our market. Like when I was a celebrity event planner, when I first got started, a lot of my offers were oh, other people are offering this, that, and the other thing? Like, oh, I should offer this, that, and the other thing. And it took years before I got really clear about that I like doing one particular service more than anything else. And that if I would just be able to do that one thing in my business and do it really well on repeat, that I could be highly profitable. So I think it's really important to get clear about why behind Mm -hmm. your vision so have that clarity and then the next thing when you're trying to bring anything into existence you have to make space for the thing you have probably some things that are blocking the flow of that thing being able to show up and so here's what i mean and i promise that it's not all super woo like i am into the woo yes but i also really (laughs) want to balance it with the to do so yes who you're being but also taking the action energetically two things can't occupy the same space at the same time Mm -hmm. so if i am constantly like thinking what i want in my business is these kinds of clients but my roster is filled with those kinds of clients that are not working for me thank them be so grateful that you have them but maybe it's time to make space on your roster new type of client right so you have to establish some sort of new rule for yourself. I'm not saying fire all your clients.
0: Oh, come on now. You're you're seriously saying we can't shoot the deuces and say, let's start all over. (laughs) Sometimes that's actually integrity. Sometimes that's what has to happen.
1: Sometimes it's not feasible, but you can draw that line in the sand and say from now on, Only a person who meets this criteria is my soulmate client, is my ideal client. This is who I'm here to serve. And you can start to true yourself up to that. So that's a really important step in understanding what the new normal is going to be, what the new rules are for operating, understanding exactly who you're looking for. And most importantly, you can't have that new thing show up. Let's say we're going to redecorate your home office, right? you wouldn't redecorate on top of the old space right you wouldn't leave everything in the office and then bring in a new desk and a new lamp and a new table it would be so cluttered and so messy but this is very often what we try to do energetically we try to beckon the thing that we want to achieve the thing that we want to manifest into our experience. We're calling it, we're journaling about it, we're envisioning it, but we forget to make the physical space for it. And so often it looks like, you know what, like I'm transitioning, I'm stepping into a new business. Like maybe I need to take those old business cards out of my wallet and archive them. They need to go in a box in the closet. I'm not maybe throwing them all away or old clients folders like that are in our digital space need to get archived so that we have space so that we have mental room so that we have capacity to welcome in the new. And none of it happens solo. Like, I just don't think life is a solo job. I think that we are all in a partnership with something, whether you call it God or the divine or energy or your higher self, whatever you call it. it, You have to tend to that relationship with the like the co-creative process. So Mm -hmm. that's really the final step.
0: Yes. And you know what? Speaking of a co-creative process, you are living your dreams on the lake, in the woods, in a cottage with your husband and your sweet six-year-old. Okay. That's just one thing. But at the same time, you're running your business. You've got a podcast and you are also a consultant and you've got so many different things going on. How do you manage it all? What are your productivity secrets?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. So the first (laughs) thing I I like, I love this. I love when people ask me this because even as when I was a celebrity event planner, like I was on like four nonprofit boards and I spent like a quarter of my year in Mexico planning Malin Ackerman's wedding. And I'm like all over the place. First of all, I recognize that I am not super human, but I have really, and all my Coaching clients get this actually. I have a really, really dialed in method for being able to organize all those brilliant ideas that we have as ceos and visionaries and to not get overwhelmed by them so i have a system for being able to set up like in my calendar what i'm really working on what's immediate what's pressing but then also to not forget because a lot of the overwhelm a lot of that swirl of thought that we experience as human beings is because our mind is really only designed and neurologists say this To remember three things at one particular time. (laughs) We are trying and we can only actually focus and, you know, tend to one thing at a time. So everything that we're doing in our life happens, it happens right now right? Whenever we're doing the thing, exactly. Whenever we're doing the thing that we are doing, it's a, a moment called now. So everything that you schedule into your life, you are scheduling a now. And so this is where going back to that whole thing about feeling good in your business. I don't put things in my calendar, make three calls or make make this happen. I don't put just the task. I schedule it in a way that is really compelling. Showing up in all my highest visibility on the whatever podcast, right? Like Mm -hmm. I always schedule things in a way that it's like exciting because it's easy to ignore things on our calendar. Mm -hmm. It seems like, boring or I do not want to do that and (laughs) so we ignore those pings and we ignore so whatever way you need to put it into your calendar to be able to compel yourself to remind yourself you can schedule things that get you reconnected with your why or reconnected with who you truly are so this is what I call living on host time and it's a process right Right. there's like a whole training that my clients go through but that's the first step of
0: I love it. I love how you make it exciting. And I think that may be something that can help people who are, I don't want to do that. If it sounds exciting, then Hey, maybe I'll try it. So I think that it's definitely a super, super cool approach and, and you've given us so much, but we, we've got to go deeper because it's just what we do. And so this is our mentoring moment segment. And this is when we just go in deeper and we just ask you a question that you can use and your answer would just mentor us all. If you had the opportunity to post a worldwide billboard, what would your message be?
1: Wow. I think that what I would say, I just feel like I need a second. This is so big.
0: No, you're good. (laughs) You're good.
1: I would say, I would just say be you. Honestly, I feel like so much of what's going on in the world, and there's a lot going on in the world right now. Yes is because people are falling into versions of who they think they should be. And this starts to happen early in our life. We start to look to our older siblings, our parents, our teachers, our mentors about who we should be and what we should do with our lives. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point in time, we, we tend to, most people, almost forget who we really are but I think if you look at little children, if you look at toddlers, the way they walk through the world, they are so bold. They are so clear about what matters to them. They don't think twice about saying, but that doesn't make sense or why would Why would anybody do that? That's not kind. They're just so true to themselves. Yes. And so- I think that if everyone could return to who they really, truly are and live, pl- live life from that place of authenticity, that we would have a much better world.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, I totally agree. Oh my goodness. Andrea, you have done it. You have done it, my friend. And I know everyone is going to want to reach out to you and find out more. So please let them know where you can be found.
1: Yeah. So I am super active on Instagram for anybody who wants to join me over there. That's at Freeman underscore insta. And I have a free Facebook group for people who are interested in hearing more of this kind of advice and maybe even getting some free trainings. I do a lot of free trainings inside my group, and that's called the Up Level Collective.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Andrea, for being on the show. Guys, the links will be in the show notes. So if you're driving, don't worry about it. Just click the link. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show, Andrea.
1: I love it. Thanks for having me
0: as always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash total fit boss chick. You're listening to the total fit boss chick podcast. Bye for now.